Hello, welcome to the Corning Turner Podcast. I am here today. We are going to have our guest Priscilla Roman from Great Care. Uh, we did an interview at the Healing for the Ages conference and what she's doing is really awesome and I feel like it's a great addition to building parallel systems in healthcare and uh, the medical field. And we're going to do a little follow-up with her today, see how things are going and what new things uh, are in store. So how are you doing today, Priscilla? I am doing fantastic. Yeah, so great to see you. So how have things been since, let's do a little bit of a recap for those who have not seen the episode. Uh, but of course, I encourage everybody to go back and watch that. But do a little recap. What is Great Care and why did you start it? Yeah, so Great Care is an independent patient advocacy service. We serve all 50 states. We have helped somebody in every state up to this point in over 10 different countries. So you don't even have to be exclusive to the United States because we got people calling from all over. We got a call last week from Germany, uh, a few weeks before the Israel um, event happened. We got some calls from Israel for help. So look, people, humanity needs a patient advocate that believes in patient freedom medical freedom for you right. to know all of your options but even more important that you are informed so you can make a decision you know with whatever is going on with you so i am a nurse background by nature and the reason i started this is because i kept seeing all the gaps in the system and people were maybe being sent home too early from the hospital or maybe they were being given the wrong medication there was adverse reactions happening. This was all prior to 2020. So wow. I just kind of was thinking, this is just what needs to happen. So we literally launched Great Care March of 2020. That's when all the lockdowns and all the school stuff started happening with school shutdowns. I had no clue that it was going to be mayhem with these protocols in the hospital that people did not want. We saw the craziest things in 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. I just had no clue in March of 2020 how awful things were going to get with the mandates, with the vaccinations that were forced upon people and people were not properly informed even to put something experimental into their body. I mean, me as a nurse background going, People need to know all the information to make a properly informed decision. And it wasn't happening. So I really just leveraged all of my um, knowledge and talents. I ran multiple operations in the healthcare system, um, multiple avenues inside the hospital, outside of the hospital, insurance, and even for state governments, waste, fraud, and abuse. So you bundle all that information up in me. I'm just like, People have got to know this information and how to navigate this big, bad system. So I, I just, I launched it. I thought it was just me along the way. And it was all the way through that first year. And in the mm -hmm. spring of 2021, I uh, resigned from my senior leadership job in the corporate world. And I started to find like-minded individuals like myself with different backgrounds in the healthcare system because the calls were coming and people were needing help and i couldn't even catch up with my own calls so our team now we're headed into four years this march we'll be four years um in business which is awesome and yeah congrats yeah and we've helped thousands of people like i said 
somebody in every state we have helped and it's exciting to give people their freedom back to give them all of their options and to give them hope again so whether it's small or whether it's helping somebody to plan you know mm -hmm. or maybe another pandemic to happen or whatever might happen people need to be prepared and have the right things in their cabinets and now we've even opened up literally just recently is brand new we have a lot of people that started calling now for mm -hmm. addiction help and i didn't have an advocate for that initially well we now have an advocate for that his name is jeremy he's going to be up on our website here soon he's very new to our team but we had to get him quickly started because we had some crisis situations come with people with addictions that needed a patient advocate to help them with their journey navigating that system for recovery purposes the family and we're talking meth we're talking alcohol um fentanyl um cocaine these are very tough addictions and the family needs to be supported but we need somebody that knows those systems and knows how to navigate and has that networking well jeremy has it and he's on some very tough cases right now the holidays are coming um and so i want people just to remember if they need help for addictions and they want an independent patient advocate we're here for them we can match them up with jeremy he is taking all of those cases and to me, it's the holistic part of patient advocacy. It's not, oh, we don't do that part. Oh, we don't deal with insurance. Oh, we don't mm -hmm. deal with medical bills. Or, oh, we don't deal with can cancer. No, no. Anything that's dealing with your health and wellness, even those nasty medical bills that maybe uh, there's a grievance or a denial and you need a patient advocate, we have patient advocates on the great care team that can handle that. So we want to inspire people to go, let's get it under control. Do mm -hmm. not fear. You need a patient advocate and just call us. That's amazing. So how many, how many advocates do you have now working for you? <laughs> um, I think I'm up to maybe 30 plus. Um, some of them work a lot more than others because they do get the bulk of the cases. Um, for example, we have one advocate. She has a naturopathy uh, background. A lot of people want natural. A lot of people yeah. don't want the drugs, the pharmaceuticals. They want a detox. Um, yeah. And people are very confused about all of these detox protocols. We had a lady last yeah. week and she goes, I have two detoxes that I want to do. And she's like, but I don't know how to do either of them. And can I do both of them at the same time? <laughs> and we're like, we're like, well, let's get you the right advocate. Let's get you started because you don't want to do probably two detoxes at the same time. And you actually, people don't know this, but before you go do a detox, you need to nutritionally be prepared for the yeah. detox because the sure. a detox is going to kind of help with those eliminations in your body that are needed. So when we talk about eliminating bowels, mm -hmm. bladder, rashes, sweating, sometimes people do detox and they vomit. It's just how your body detoxes. Um, right. But if you're not nutritionally prepared in your body for that, you're not mm -hmm. going to feel good. You're going to feel really right. bad and you're going to quit on your detox that really you need to do. So sure. You need to come and get an advocate that can help you with your journey. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's also like the drainage pathways sometimes need to be prepped because sometimes the reason people are wanting a detox is because those drainage pathways aren't working optimally. And <laughs> yes. if you just go right into a detox, uh, depending on what kind it is, you could be stirring up all sorts of toxins that could yep. cause, you know, worse concerns, you know, or worse problems. So that's definitely, yeah, you want some That is, I mean, we hear people call us all the time and they'll go, I heard this off of a, off of a podcast or I looked it up and yeah. they're like, that probably you need to back up a few steps. Let's get a couple right. other things figured out first, then let's peel into that because we want people to be safe, but we want them to feel success. We want them to get success. Right. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like these days, you know, it's a, it's a really kind of a, it's a very interesting space because a lot of people are a little bit nervous about going back into the more traditional medicine system that they feel like may have not served them in the past few years or may not be aligned with some of their uh, values or uh, things they may have uh, discovered recently. And on the other hand, you dive into the kind of more alternative wellness space and you're just bombarded with information, uh, you know, especially if that's not your field. And then, you know, it's like every health wellness influencer has some some sort of detox or some sort of supplement. And uh, yeah, it's really hard to weave through all of that. How do you yeah. know where to go? And what super to confusing. People are yeah. super confused and and they don't even know where to start. So sometimes mm -hmm. and, and honestly, if I what we've done with some people will go, what kind of supplements do you have in your house? And people have cabinets full of oh, yeah. supplements that they purchase yeah. and they go okay. and they go, I don't know what to do with this one. Is there anything I can do with this supplement? And they go, at the time I bought it, I thought I was going to use it, but I don't even think I understand why I would it need does. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. It's definitely. And then you see a whole bunch of different practitioners and they all have different ideas and different suggestions and they all want you to take different things. Yeah, yeah. so that gets really difficult to navigate. So that's something that a patient advocate could help you. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I think this is a really difficult, I feel like it's a touchy thing because people now have a little bit of a lack of trust. Not, you know, not everybody, I don't want to put words or thoughts in people's, uh, you know, mouths or brains, but I, I can speak for myself. I think that it's a little bit harder for me to trust some of the traditional MDs who I may have previously, you know, gone in, oh, they have a white lab coat and I, I trust them. They know they're the quote unquote expert. Uh, but then now I've started seeking some more alternative uh, practitioners, but it's really hard to just know who to go to, who's who's going to be the right fit, who has. And so you want to get multiple opinions, but then you end up with all this conflicting information. And that I, I know personally, that has been really, really trying for me. It's been difficult to navigate. I, you know, I'm a really good researcher, but I'm, you know, I'm new to this field. So I'm certainly not a doctor. Yeah. Um, well, well, good news, Courtney, because I know that you, you know, Dr. Brian Artis, right? Yeah, of course. So Dr. Brian Artis exclusively, and if this is on our website as well, mm -hmm. he does exclusive reviews for our clients. So if anybody has a medical need, that they're like, I would really like Dr. Artis to weigh in on his recommendations off of my situation. So right now we've literally every single week, 
he yeah. takes a group of our clients that want him to review a case, mm -hmm. their, their specific case. He reviews okay. each one individually with the, their medical records that we put together a comprehensive review. He reviews all of it and he will cut them that individual, a personal video for them. That's awesome. And yeah. then the person we send that to them, they watch it and they go, I didn't even know this was even a possibility because he has really dug deep into the research of things, yeah. even, even things that thyroid, um, even if you've had a surgery and it's crossed the midline, um, mm -hmm. we have a lot of vaccine injury people coming and seeking his guidance, sure. um, long haulers, COVID, mm -hmm. the things that people have not gotten over. We have right. one gentleman that just reached out to us. He did a, he did a Dr. Artist review a few months mm -hmm. ago. His mm -hmm. pulmonary fibrosis is gone. The pulmonary doctor told him that it is reversed. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Pulmonary fibro. I thought, what? That is amazing. Right. He is so excited. He's on the East Coast. Our clients on the East Coast. And he goes, Can you just make sure, Dr. Artist? And and we want to let you guys know, like, our pulmonary doctor is shocked that his yeah. mom in, in the picture they that they took the testing. So they mm -hmm. were comparing old pictures to new pictures. Mm -hmm. Wow like it's reversed okay. and that's almost unheard of for pulmonary fibrosis yeah no that's really amazing mm -hmm. yeah we'd love to hear maybe you can tell us some uh of your more recent cases and how yeah. things are going yeah yeah so some recent cases um are there we we're going to be loading some more testimonials on our website so if people want to mm -hmm. stay connected and follow mm -hmm. um our stories make sure you do go to the grave care website um, yeah. If you go to that website, um, you can sign up for our free newsletter. It's called Grateful Times and mm -hmm. uh, it's free, but it keeps people connected with our stories and what's going on. And I don't know if um, we had, if I told you about uh, baby, uh, baby Aurora and Charlotte, or did I tell you about the baby that got bloodless heart surgery done? I don't think you did. Yeah. So this yeah. was amazing. So this mama, everybody's super afraid of blood these days, right? They don't want yeah. tainted blood. They want pure blood. Oh, I'll talk about that story in a minute too with that. Family. Okay. But um, it, on our podcast, um, baby Aurora, when she was in utero with, um, in December, she was right. told that her baby has two heart defects. Well, the doctor goes, look, your baby's going to have to have heart surgery within the first handful of months. And two heart, what? Two heart defects. So there was two parts wow. in our, in the baby's heart that needed fixed. Wow. And so they could tell that when, when mom was pregnant, they did the ultrasound, they could see right. the, the chambers of the heart, but there was two parts that needed fixed. And if they right. didn't get fixed, the baby wouldn't grow it, grow and develop. Okay. Right. So the baby was born in December of last year, 2022. She called us because she heard about us and she said, look, I, I don't want my baby to have blood. I don't even know what to do, but I heard you guys have patient advocates. 
So we matched her with a patient advocate that has a neonatal background, neonatal babies. And yeah. we matched her with that advocate. It's kind of like match.com, but we're, we're, we're like, <laughs> we're like the best date in healthcare. Okay. So we matched her with her advocate, Raul, and Raul mm -hmm. helped her along her journey to find a surgeon that would do bloodless heart surgery for her baby. Wow. Bloodless. Okay. This means they didn't give blood. It was an open heart procedure. She, the baby's going to lose blood, right? Yeah, of course. So what we did is we gave her the op the option to do bloodless. She's like, uh, do I have to change religions? What do I have to do to get this done? No, right. you don't have to change religion. <laughs> you don't have to do that. We will help you navigate this. And we communicated with her doctors. We helped her establish with new doctors. And what she ended up doing was what she ended up doing epogen. She gave that to the baby to increase her hemocrit levels, which is her blood level um, number to a certain mm -hmm. number to where if it's high enough, the likelihood of her, of the baby needing blood during that procedure was much lower. Okay. Wow. So we got it up to the right level right. and it's called HCT. If your audience is looking it up, HCT is for hemocrit. You want that higher. And because right. when you have blood loss, you're real fatigued. Um, sure. You actually need more oxygenation um, at right. the right blood cell level. So lots of things happen when you have low blood counts, okay? Right. She had successful bloodless heart surgery in July of this year. Wow. That's baby amazing. Was, baby was home within uh, on the seven-day mark. Baby is home, is thriving, growing. And we just did, we, I did a, a interview with baby um, and mom and they are the sweetest. Um, I just mm -hmm. love pieces. I'm so proud of them because how hard for a mom to ask for something that's not typical because her doctor at first goes, well, why do you need that? She said, right. I, just don't, I just don't want blood products for my baby right now. We didn't go into the whole debate, okay? There's no right. need to go into a debate. If that's what you want for your medical freedom, then that's what you right. need. So don't right. care about those things. But you don't have to go talk about all the other stuff about, well, maybe it's COVID vaccinated blood. Forget about that. If you want right. bloodless, come and get it. There's resources. May You can't go through a drive-through. And that's what I tell people, look, if you think you're going to get bloodless done in a drive-thru, wake up. That's not how this works. So don't right. call me day and go, can you get a donor blood? No, we're not MacGyver. Like we're patient mm -hmm. advocates. This, this takes time. This takes a professional person to help connect the dots with the doctors. And sure. that story on there. So that's baby, that's Charlotte and baby Aurora. They're on our website to their story. But that other story. Yeah, that I'm so curious. About, I didn't know that you would need um, that in open heart surgery. I mean, it makes perfect sense that you would need a blood transfusion. And yeah. even think about yeah. that. I had heart surgery when I was one years old. They actually they cracked my ribs uh, to get to my heart. I still have a scar that goes around. A, stern, a sternum? Yeah. Do they they go through the sternum? Yeah, mine was the opposite. They they went from they went from the front to the back. So I still yeah. have a really big scar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Huh. They do. I mean, remember that's on a bypass. So open heart surgery, if they, they open here, they're on mm -hmm. a bypass machine. The bypass right. machine circulates 
blood. Well, in this bypass machine that they were using, they were using a product called albumin. Right. Okay. So yeah. There's different there's different methods to this. And you have to understand how the medical system works in in, in order to properly navigate it. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about how that would work versus doing blood, but they, they put them on albumin in order to maintain the levels. Was that well that was during the that was during bypass during while heart, the baby right. was in surgery. Um, right. Of course, it's always smart to have direct donor blood on backup as well, in sure, case you need, right? You got to have a good yeah. backup plan. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So um, it's important to think about these things and how do you go get those things accomplished? And what okay. I'm telling people is I have so much hope now because things are really starting to kind of open up. The light is shining on areas of medical freedom and we're connecting to the right type of people. It's phenomenal when you can pick mm -hmm. up the phone and call a surgeon that does bloodless surgery and go, yeah. hey, can we make this happen? This is what we should be have been doing all along. And story after story, it is just miracles are happening. This is hard work, um, yeah. but it's worth it because we are saving lives. Right. Right, for sure. Yeah, so tell me about the the other story too. I want to hear. Yep. So that other story that is on that front page of our homepage, that's on our gravecare.com mm -hmm. a website. And that is Matt and Jenna with baby Jace and his sister. Baby mm -hmm. Jace was having significant eating problems because of severe allergies when he was born. Couldn't tolerate much in the belly, had asthma from head to toe, and he would just itch. Well, mm -hmm. when you're a little tiny baby um, and you itch, 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 you're burning calories at the same time. Well, right. he was what we called failure to thrive. He wasn't growing right. and developing because nothing was sticking. They had brought him to the hospital and they were very frustrated at the hospital. They felt ignored. They felt like nobody was paying attention to him. Jenna mm -hmm. said actually that she said they were left alone for about 24 hours. Um, mm -hmm. and they just felt wow. hopeless. They were made, they wanted them to do certain things that they didn't want to do for their baby. So right. they called Brave Care and we got them an advocate and right. the advocate talked with the, um, doctors and nurses at that same, that same day they got started. And what Matt said on the testimonial, mm -hmm. um, on the video testimonial that's on our website, Matt said, Everything changed when they got a patient advocate involved because yeah. we were collaborating, but we knew the right words to use. We helped them set stage mm -hmm. and we found the right appropriate doctors for the baby to go see once the baby was home. Mm -hmm. Baby is now growing and developing, has no issues. Cute. He's on the video too. You've got to see this video. He is so stinking cute and he is one of our baby miracles. I mean, we do anything from moms that are in labor delivered. We just had one in Texas call us wow. from the labor and delivery room. And she was feeling forced to do vaccinations like hep B for her baby. And she said, I don't want to do that, but I feel pressured mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do. Ah, we got it all figured out in about 20 minutes. Wow. That's amazing. It wasn't difficult. And the reason why it's not difficult is because we are professionals in mm -hmm. our area in our area of expertise 
I have an advocate for everything. If people, <laughs> if people want to kill cancer, call us. Let's find a way to kill the cancer because we have people on our team that have killed their own cancer. Amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah, cancer is quite, uh, you know, they, they, they don't really have much interest in curing it. And it, we have so many, so, so much evidence to indicate that there have been many cures. Yeah. You know, we know all those doctors who've been arrested and put in, thrown in jail or somehow mysteriously disappear. Well, uh, well listen to this, Courtney. Our advocate called yesterday. Okay, one of my advocates called me and she said, Priscilla, you are never, she was heated. She was on fire. She's like, you are just never going to believe what happened to one of our clients. I'm like, tell me. She's like, yeah. he was diagnosed with cancer. They told him to go home to die. Go home. There's nothing we can do. They called, got her help. He is now thriving. His cancer's getting under control. He's feeling better. And again, she was helping him navigate the things that he thought there was something out there that he could do, but he right. wasn't sure what to do. Right. And she got him help. And now he's like, I'm going to live. He's going to live because he has the will to live. He has an advocate helping them navigate waters. We're getting the right type of options to him. There is no reason for him to die. None. Right. Amazing. So giving that type of hope and hearing our clients call back in and saying, thank you so much. I have mm -hmm. hope. I know what to do. You have empowered me. That is what we need for humanity. Of course, of course. Did they figure out what was causing uh, the complications for uh, the baby with eczema? And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we used a little bit of traditional and we used alternative as well. We had to get her to a GI, um, a specialty GI doctor where there was mm -hmm. specialty milk actually provided for the baby. So baby could not have the allergies that mm -hmm. they're having. Um, there's multiple testings that you can do for allergies as well. And um, we actually divorced their um, one of their doctors that was not really helping them. And we got them a new mm -hmm. doctor that was mm -hmm. um, much more helpful. And that's what we have to do because see some doctors, I'm not saying all, I'm not painting a brush with all of them. So if anybody out there is listening to this and you're a doctor or a nurse practitioner, Relax. If you're doing a great job, keep doing it. Yeah, no, some but, of them are yeah. right. But there are some doctors, they're not listening to their patients. They're right. not listening to them at all. And they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're going into a visit. They're in there for five minutes. They document on their computer and then they leave right. and they give no hope. They give no answers. They write right. another prescription or they send them for another test. Enough with that. We've got right. to start talking about root cause and helping people discover that yeah. so they can get well again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think what you say about hope is so incredibly important. Because I think sometimes doctors are, uh, you know, I don't think they're uh, ill-intentioned necessarily. I, but they are so conditioned to have a specific response. You know, things are very textbook. Uh, for them, they're, they're studying. They're a little bit removed. And, uh, you know, again, this is not to... Uh, you know, denigrate any doctors because I'm sure most of them really have the best of intentions. But yeah. I think that because of the system, the way that it's designed, and especially with the insurance, 
uh, you know, they don't have the same kind of time that they might wish they had with their patients. Um, and they're just not trained to do the same kind of, uh, you know, holistic type of perspective. So, you know, a lot of times it's very much kind of like a problem solution, like they're just looking to connect dots. Well, it's productivity and- numbers. A lot of these physicians are attached to large healthcare systems and they work yeah. off of a productivity model, okay? Right. And, and, and they only usually get paid in the insurance model for 15 minute visits. That's on the Medicare rate, okay? Most yeah. people, most commercial insurance follow the Medicare rate. Well, 15 minutes isn't isn't any time. It's quick. No. And they have to yeah. certain they have to write certain things. And then if you write a certain order and it's mm-hmm. not approved through your policies and procedures, then then the doctor has administration breathing down their back when the physician knows what they wanted to give that patient, but they're being blockaded. Right. We know this because physicians told us. And so guess what they did? Those physicians would call us and they would go, can you help the patient get this a different way? Yep, we Mm -hmm. can. Wow. So you can, even within the traditional like insurance model, you can help these doctors navigate uh, uh, navigate because I think I think yeah a lot of doctors it's what? not that they don't want to or and, so, and a lot of times not even that they're not aware they feel kind of trapped so now yes. both the patient and the doctor feel trapped yes and there are ways that you can work outside that that's great we, we've got to bring people together we've mm-hmm. got to stop with this division we've got I mean because if we're serving a patient in need and they've got medical needs that we need to take care of it's the whole care team including the patient and family that need to help design this plan to really get success again. And there are great things that medical doctors do. Absolutely Mm -hmm. great things. But, but again, they get blockaded and, and some of them are worn down. I'm telling you, some of these, some of these doctors are being beaten down in these big healthcare systems. They are tired. Mm -hmm. They are exhausted. The numbers of patients on their panels are ridiculous and they, and they just want to help people. So they, there are some of them, they, they feel trapped. We hear yeah. it. And so they will, if they reach out to us for one of their patients, absolutely. We, the, every patient has the right to have a patient advocate and especially mm-hmm. an independent patient advocate, because we're not bought and paid for from any insurance industry, from any mm-hmm. healthcare system. We are independent. Right. That's great. And then what happens with people who, you know, they have insurance and they can't necessarily pay for, and I know a lot of people are looking to, you know, whether they, you know, go completely alternative or holistic or functional, or they're doing some sort of a hybrid. They're now experiencing that they pay all this money for insurance and now they have to pay all this out of pocket on top of it. It gets very, very uh, cost prohibitive. Yep. Well, people right now, open enrollments um, starting up. Um, and so a lot of people get confused about what their insurance is even doing for them in the first place and what their deductible means. And wait a minute, do I need insurance? Can I just have a catastrophic plan? And we have advocates that can help through those conversations to help set people up. Now, we do have on our website, you'll see a donate button. We do have people that are donating to what's called a grateful giving 501c3 nonprofit. Those funds go to help people that do come to us that are in financial hardships. So baby baby Aurora and Charlotte, they got donated advocacy time because she was in a financial hardship and she shares that. She allows us to share her story. 
And without generous people donating to that nonprofit, we wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to pay the advocates for the work they're doing. And so I'm trying to pay advocates that have walked away from the system because they need work to do and they have amazing talents. But I also want to help people in financial hardships if they cannot afford great care at our outpatient um, rate. Um, so it's out of pocket for great care. But if you are in financial hardship or if you just want to donate $10, $20, whatever it might be, we appreciate that. Um, it's, I'm telling you, some of these cases, seniors on, on social security, they don't have any funds outside of that. Um, some people on the Medicaid system, they're strapped. They're not getting good care in the system. We have to help them. The, there are people that are in such great need of help. And I feel like we can do it all here at Great Care and we need to find a way to help anybody in need that comes to us. So that's why I launched I launched the nonprofit about a year ago because wow. um, it was just on my mind because people were calling and needing help, but they didn't have the funds. And so right. we have served over a hundred different um, accounts for people that needed time to go work on needs. Um, so we're a time-based service. So I pay my advocates for the time they work on cases because the work they're doing is hard and it's worth every single minute. Um, so I am so excited um, because we just got a donation of $1,000. Last week, um, somebody were, was touched by what we were doing. And um, I just think there's so many great people out there that are willing to support us. And we have thousands of clients. They know the type of work we do. And um, they are in full support. So we're just going to go gangbusters here and finish the year strong in Q4. And um, we're bringing on amazing advocates to be able to help fill the gap and needs out there in, in, in the states all around. You know what I love most about this? Like people talk about parallel systems a lot. Um, and one of the things I always try to raise is I'm all for a parallel system, but it's very hard to just opt out of a system and when you don't have a bridge, a bridge, you know, to bridge the gap from one system to another. And, you know, a lot of people think they, they think of, oh, wouldn't it be so great to have this alternative and we just completely opt out of this and this, this system can implode or, you know, be teared down or whatever, you know, their fantasy is. And I'm like, what does that actually look like in, you know, practical reality? And what you're doing really does feel like a bridge because you're helping people to navigate from the traditional system, which, you know, in many ways is either failing them or they're struggling to navigate right. and giving them a way to, uh, you know, explore something new, but with somebody who's like holding their hand to do it. And I, I think that that is so wonderful. <laughs> And yeah. it's really, it's not just the fantasy of, okay, well now we have a whole new system and isn't it just, you know, a utopia because that's not a reality. So yeah. at least now- Bridge people... is the right word. I like that word that you're saying, brid bridging, you know, from, because a lot of people right now, they're frustrated with their with the pharmaceutical industry and they're, yeah. they're frustrated going, I've been on these drugs forever and they haven't, they're not doing anything. And then they go- look. Or they're the hurting them. Right, Many they look up their adverse reactions, the list, and they're like, wait a minute, I've been taking this and my issues could be related to the medication I'm taking. But then they go, 
how do I get off it safely? Right. We need exactly. people to be safe. So what I tell people is I believe in the traditional system and mm -hmm. I believe in the holistic alternative system. Me and too. I believe there is a way to blend all of it because we do, do it too. every day here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. And I, I so agree with you. I'm like, we live in a time when we have access to so much. We have access to the ancient wisdom, uh, in it, ancient medical holistic uh, treatments and practices. And we also have incredible technology in modern medicine. Like what if you combined the best of all of them? And I mean, we could really have an incredible uh, paradigm for health, but unfortunately we have, uh, we have sick care in most cases, which, you know, is a, uh, it, the the business model is designed to perpetuate sick care, not to uh, advocate for health. So, yeah. But if you bridge the gap, then you really could have, you know, potentially work the system to have access to both. So, well, we got to go back to loving people and meeting them where they're at. What are their goals, and how right. do we help them navigate? See, I don't have to tell. I don't have to sell great care because all we're doing is filling a need. People right. are starving for help out there because they yeah. are so frustrated. And you know, Courtney, even those medical bills that come to people and they or they're being denied, right. we have advocates right here at Great Care that help our Medicare clients and commercial insurance help with those type of questions or needs or billing questions because we do understand people still do have to have insurance. So I'm not right. going to be frustrated with it. I'm just going to get all the good I can out of this big system because the person matters. Right. Absolutely. So well said. And, and I love that you set up the foundation. That's so beautiful because, you know, there are people who have, you know, who are have abundance and who, you know, are blessed in that department and they want to do something a lot. There are a lot of people who are very fortunate and don't know what to do. And this gives them something direct and concrete they can help. And of course, there are people especially right now who are very much in need. So I, I think it's a beautiful synergy and it offers a great opportunity for those two to be met. You know, I keep thinking about like, if we were to have more uh, local systems really taking, replacing, because then we could restore freedom, right? If it was really communities that come together and help those in need, then we really would restore a lot of freedom that has been uh, taken away and stripped by, you know, big corporations, big, uh, you know, big governments, big corporations, bigger entities who, you know, when you're dependent on their system. So this will yeah. take you out of that. You don't want to be codependent on those big systems. If we think yeah. about it back in the day, long time ago, when we used to yeah. all know our neighbors, we used right. to help each other through those illnesses, right? And yeah. the home is where the heart is. We can yeah. still put people well at home. We don't need those big buildings. If we're doing the right type of proactive care and we don't have to have to go to the hospital, if we right. understand how to properly take care of ourselves and address root cause, we wouldn't need all the big hospital systems. Now, there are some great things they can do, right? If I'm in a car accident. Sure. Of I, course. Right? Yeah. Doctor. Um, so there's great things. I'm, I'm so optimistic about the future. Um, just because of the type of talent we have on the team, we are, I mean, we are filling needs that I didn't even think were possible, giving people hope, 
you know, if they've got dementia or Parkinson's that they're dealing with in their family, we have an amazing advocate. We have amazing network of people that are doing amazing things for people that have dementia that wow. help improve it. And, and, yeah. and we have the documentation, we have the medical literature for it. It's amazing. That's so exciting. Do you, what, what do you see on the future? Do you have any new development that you're working on? What's, what's the, coming up? Yeah, the big things that we're working on right now is um, one, making sure we do have enough funds for our nonprofit. We wanna be able to serve people, whoever comes through our door. Um, and we're just getting the word out there. So I'd love it if people just share, share this podcast because the more people that know about this and we can get in front of any crisis situation, the more beneficial. That's our grateful giving um, that people yeah. can click on, click on or they can send a check. Some people, it's our address is right there and they can yeah. send a check in and we, um, it's credentialed. Um, it's well taken care of um, in terms of the 501c3. And mm -hmm. my heart is as a nurse background, mm -hmm. all I wanted to do in nursing was just to help people. Sure. sure. Just like go old, old school here and just say, what do you need? And let's go figure out the solution. And that's exactly right. what we're doing here for whether people have money and can pay for it or if they don't. I say we are going to be a light in this darkness and we are going to continue to bless and help people. Ah, uh, that's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for everything you're doing. If you have anything else you want to share, please do. And of course, we'll uh we're gonna put your promo video after this and post the link so people can either you know get services or donate to the foundation or find more for more information. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Courtney. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And so good to see you again. Yeah, great seeing you. I didn't know we were going to see each other so soon. I know, neither did I. It was a great oh. surprise. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that. I love that. Um, it looks amazing. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so definitely you, yeah, use everybody that's listening. Use her code. You will yeah, get a 10% discount just for coming to Great Care because of Courtney's show. And um, that's for your first um, purchase with Advocacy Time. And one last thing, Courtney, that I should remind yeah. all of your audience. A lot of people just want to have Advocacy Time just to have it for just in case things that pop up. So sure. we have people purchase time, let's say an hour of Advocacy Time. All of our pricing is right on our website too. Um, so there's okay. no question. When you go to get mm -hmm. signed up, you're gonna get all of your information. You're gonna be informed. We're going to match you with an advocate that fits your need. But if you don't have any needs and you just want to kind of have time in there, perfect. You can do that too. There is no time limit to when you, the time needs to be used. This is not a membership model. This is a caring model. So you're just purchasing time. You get to use your time when you need it. That's awesome. I love that. I hate when I purchase time or a service and then you know the expiration date is like two months from then it's impossible to use it um also just to those who are listening and not watching the code is courts so that's c-o-u-r-t-z uh my nickname so yeah <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah so yeah i had a friend when i was like seven years old who used to call me courts and she asked me if i minded and I said, why would I mind that you call me a beautiful shining rock? 
<laughs> I love it. That is a good name. That is a good one. Right? I was like, why would I be upset? That that's great. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So, Perfect. Yes. People should use that code. And the code, mm -hmm. they'll they'll see their discount when they apply that code in there or they use your link. Either way, um, and if they have any trouble, um, they can talk to our intake team. Um, they actually talk to real humans here too. Oh, I love that. Right. Let's uh beat the you know, robots because they are trying to replace us and yeah. they are very frustrating. Yes, <laughs> so, you cannot replace the good advocate. Trust me. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much. We'll have all the links there. So please go and uh, check it out get more information. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.